You're listening to DraftKings Network. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. Hopefully we're working with the better internet uh, in Seattle for Dallas Braden. Uh, check check back in on the Oakland A's. What is the win total up to since the last time we checked? Last time we checked, it was at 10. Where are we at? Not important. Not important. What we, is it at we're now? We're making progress. We're, we're making progress. We haven't checked in two we're weeks. We're getting what better. Is it now? I'm, I'm watching guys make the adjustments that they're, that they're working on in between games, in the cage, on the mound. Mm-hmm. I'm watching these slow incremental growths occur. So I'm not somebody Baseball who's going to get caught up. Physical researcher Jake. In the numbers. Uh, what, what's the Oakland A's win total at right now? Uh, let me dive into the numbers real quick. Okay. Last time we checked, I believe it was 10. They had just gotten to double-digit wins about two and a half weeks ago. Yep. As of today, it is at 10. <laughs> long season. I don't know what you got. Fucking long season. What are you guys laughing hey, at? Long season. Hang with them. Hey, let me tell you this. Massive. Let me tell you this. There's right. not going to be a bigger group of players who just get better together this season than the Oakland A's. They are There's a team. <laughs> they are a team that is going to get better all together, more so than everybody else will grow together. So I'm I'm that's uh yeah. <laughs> that's all we got yeah they are they are a team no one's ever gonna take <laughs> no one's ever gonna take that away from uh they are a team <laughs> uh, they're on the website this is, i i honestly the, wouldn't i would not be throwing the nobody's gonna try and take that away from them tag on there because thank you jay hey, i appreciate that yeah. i didn't want to i just we're three we're we're three minutes into the podcast, and I already want to get on a plane and punch Jared in the fucking throat as hard as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are coming for it, and they are going to take it away. So let's. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point by you, Jay. I, I wouldn't have made that connection. Um, there is someone trying to take that away from them, and they're probably going to be successful in that effort, which is which is unfortunate. Um, because I love going to the Coliseum. I love going to Oakland, taking in a baseball game uh, at, at the Coliseum. And apparently a warning shot was fired to my Milwaukee Brewers, which is unbecoming, A. <laughs> and B, Dallas, you should take personal offense to this too. I, because I the, do. The A's, the A's were used as the example to be like, don't be like them. <laughs> like no. the A's are now the standard of like what not to do to to like you you let your ballpark get so uh run down. They're like, don't be the mm-hmm. Oakland A's. We'll fucking take your baseball team away just like we did to them. The Oakland yeah. A's. Uh so Major League Baseball has told the Milwaukee Brewers that they must repair American Family Field to keep it a quote MLB quality stadium. 
No ultimatum was given, but the league pointedly <laughs> referenced the A's move to Las Vegas during this discussion. So they just hung the Look. A's over the Brewers' head, being like, do you want to be like them? Do you want clean your fucking room or we're taking away your PlayStation? That's essentially what we were told. No, no, that that's basically a clean your room or you're going to live with your dad. That that's mm-hmm. that's what that is. Yeah. It's not a we're taking yeah. anything away from you. It's you, we will fucking move you. You will not play <laughs> here anymore. Yeah. Is is that what you're into? I mean, the yeah. one thing that the Milwaukee would have going for them is that it's Bud Seelig, who who's part of the ownership group. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember the last time Bud put a blue ribbon committee together and I remember how long that took. I, I, I think they're still meeting, actually. They're working on the Cisco field site for the Oakland A's. Um, but <laughs> that is not a uh, – it's probably not a good feeling. Probably no. not a good feeling. And I tell you, it leaves me a little uneasy, Jared, because if you remember a couple of years ago, you and I made some friends at the winter meetings, and I may or may not have been granted access to the slide of Bernie Brewer, mm. which now raises some safety questions for me. I feel like that could have been a wink, wink, nod, nod. This is a way to get rid of this guy. We'll put him on the slide. Don't know how safe it is. And whatever happens, happens. I, yeah, I feel true. I'm I'm kind of offended at this point now. I felt like that was a, uh, an olive branch, a nice gesture from our friends. And instead, I feel like it was really <laughs> they, they had ulterior motives. That's like uh, in Dumb and Dumber. When they when they have him go in with like the bulletproof vest, like what if he shot you in the face? It's like that was that was a risk we were willing to take. <laughs> with Dallas, it's like, God damn, we need a viral moment. How do we get it? We got to get Dallas to go down the slide. What if it collapses? That's just a risk Perfect. we're willing to take. <laughs> Are you not here for theater? Oh, yeah, fuck. yeah. Like, I, I, I want to know though. I want to say. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what the issues are. I want to know what the issues are because you're talking too. about the Dude, calls. I, I've I've been to the. I've been to. Where I'm. It's 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 not. I, I don't know. I I can't call it. What is it? American friendly fucking family feel. Whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I hate that name. It's so stupid. Uh, My favorite it's, ballpark. It's like, American family friendly. You you go there and you're not looking around, being like, man, they really need to do some work here. I think it's it's not the the classiest five star ballpark you've ever been to but i've definitely been to worse like i i i very much enjoyed my experience in milwaukee like there was nothing about it where i thought man this place needs a complete overhaul so i'm i'm a little taken aback by the uh the threat like we'll we'll turn you into the a's like that's serious yeah i i, well, I, I what i'm not here for is there there just seems like a a high level of underappreciation for what the A's have been able to do, which is just roll with the punches. And there's not another ballpark in Major League Baseball that offers you essentially a a petting zoo experience while at the baseball game. So what are you complaining about? Small animals that you can pet. You got a baseball game going on. You got concerts up in left field going on. You can race Ricky Henderson on the on the video board inside like there's a lot to there's a lot of fun to be had at the Coliseum, so I would really like to know, really like to know where the. Where you can fuck about. there. I mean, You're allowed to it. fuck there. <laughs> you can fuck. Jesus. <laughs> 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 it's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> they got something for everyone at the Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hurt everyone at the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She took homeboy to the field and was like, where are we sitting? She goes, oh, today you're getting the luxury box, buddy. <laughs> but why are we going to the third deck? Because it's my luxury box you're getting, buddy. <laughs> We did like some of those videos that we did never saw the light of day. Like me and Dallas recorded, oh. I don't know, four or five different skits at the Coliseum uh, when no one was there. They were very fun. Like, where are those videos? Because one of them involved me going to the literal tippy top of the farthest point of the stadium. Like, the, oh, yeah. Where are those videos? Tickets? Yeah, like, where the fuck are those? Those are very funny, and they just never saw the light of day. No. I don't know. We need to we need to find those. They were too good. They were too good. Release release the uh, the unreleased footage. Of the Coliseum skits, especially if this is the swan song, if this is it, if we're never going to get Coliseum uh, content ever again, they they basically were. Yeah, like you guys can have your run of the place and use the entire ballpark as your as your SNL set. And we did. Yeah, where's the uh <laughs> I mean the the fan ripping you on the field is great. Uh I feel yeah. like there was a moment in the parking lot where I absolutely throw yeah. What about tonight? Tonight Robin, say something. Yeah. That uh I gave you a good tongue lashing in the parking lot. <laughs> um yeah. There was there was, uh, yeah, the video, uh, I think the video of you, like, getting your tickets, and you're like, yeah, all right, Dallas, will be tickets, it's going to be great, and you're walking through the Coliseum, they're like, no, it's down there, one more up, I'm like, oh, one, okay, all right, and then <laughs> you finally find yourself in center field at the highest point <laughs> yeah. of the Coliseum, yeah. <laughs> and there's legitimate <laughs> wind advisories up there, they tell you, like, hey, if you get to the top, don't stand up, like, you will fucking blow over. You'll get blown the fuck over. Yeah. You could end up in center field from all the way up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to find those. Those were very funny. They I, like I may have not even they may have never come out. Like it's not even like they're on the Internet somewhere and they just like didn't pop off. I don't even know if they came out, which is kind of crazy. Solid um, chance. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're probably in the same place that our hats are. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Leave leave Miller Park alone. It's uh it's a great ballpark. Great fan. What if what if they're like this beer is stale? I gotta do something. You know what? You're going to North Carolina if you don't get your shit together. Mm. Mm. It's probably talking, nothing at all. They're talking on the broadcast last night about uh putting a team back in, in Montreal. And I was like, ah. as much as I would want to see that, I think it would be cool. I think it would be uh exciting. I can't imagine that they're one of the top three destinations for a major league baseball team. Assuming that well, like, I would, we're pretending that we don't know that a team's going to Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, look from from what I have gathered <clears throat> and what I understand about the goings on, uh, Vegas has kind of been put in a tough spot as a city because they're kind of being told. Hey, they have to take the A's, and that's a tough. No, spot no, to be no, in. not necessarily. It, yeah. It's 
You, you, I mean, the A's are the team, mm-hmm. but it's basically you should probably take Team X because we can't guarantee you expansion. There's some cities that are probably ahead of you in that regard. So mm-hmm. if an opportunity to acquire a Major League Baseball team has come up and your choice is between acquiring a relocated team or acquiring an expansion team, from what I understand, the messaging is one that says you might want to jump at the opportunity to take just any team that comes your way, as mm-hmm. opposed to digging in and waiting for expansion. Yeah. That's kind of like, isn't that like so, how the Olympics work sometimes where like cities want the Olympics and they've got to build all this fucking infrastructure without even knowing if they're what, getting the Olympics. Well, yeah, it's pretty much you have to have enough money in place to start building that. And then you have to do an even better job of treating all the workers like shit and keeping that under wraps. <laughs> That's the best way to get your Olympic bid. Because yeah. if you don't do that, then there's going to be some human rights things that you're going to have to deal with. The whole like you have to treat people correctly thing. Yeah. And that seems to that seems to really thwart some plans in that regard. So honestly, yeah, it's a slippery slope, Jared. I, I wouldn't want the Olympics. I remember like that was uh, I can't remember what year it was. <clears throat> I pro- was probably like in high school or middle school at the time. But there was talk of the Olympics, like Boston wanting to put in a bid for the Olympics. And they're like, bro, we have so many one way streets and our subways don't work. Like we like how the fuck would we take on the Olympics with how our city is navigated? It's just Works. not it's yeah. not possible. And uh, I agree. Keep the Olympics out of Boston. I don't want it. Just taking every taking everybody the, to the Olympic Village in a duck boat. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you on the Olympics. Um, but yes, please to Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Because some beers can say that they're brewed for baseball, but only Blue Moon is brewed by baseball. Beer and baseball, oh. they just go together. No beer goes better than the one that was literally born in a ballpark. Blue Moon was created at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. It's the natural choice for uh, opening day and all season long. This weekend, I will be enjoying uh, a, a, a constant stream of Blue Moon because it has been one hellacious week for your for your boy. Blue Moon makes it all better, though, with its refreshing flavor, with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a -a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Blue Moon was brewed by baseball to give you a dose of nostalgia and get you excited for the new season. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one-of-a-kind? It's bold flavor, bright explosion of color, and iconic orange slice ritual guarantees a -a one-of-a-kind beer experience. Perfect for spring weather. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful, bright color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Bring the ballpark to you with Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale. It's a one of a kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for beer and baseball merch or visit get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to find Blue Moon delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. Uh, I have a question for you guys. It is a uh, it's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. And I want you to think about this. In the spirit of it, uh, we're almost at uh, somewhat 
getting closer to summer. And during the summertime, there are ballparks around the league that will have, uh, when their team is on the road, they become concert venues. Which artist and in which ballpark would be your dream concert? Any ballpark. Oh, I tell you right now. Any artist. Who is it? Skinnerd Coliseum. Skinnerd oh, Coliseum, dude. Yeah. Look at shit on YouTube. You've seen that on YouTube? That's a been, sick been there, video. Yeah. That's your dream concert. Okay. That's a sick video, man. Skinnerd at the Coliseum. Uh, Jay Hay, anything come to mind? I think I'd have to choose Wrigley. I think that would okay. be, or maybe, or maybe San Francisco. Uh huh. That'd be cool up there on the water. Um, I think I would go. Maybe bring Prince back to life. Mm, okay. See a Prince concert out there <laughs> on the water in in San Francisco. That'd be pretty That'd badass. Be cool. Yeah, I like that. Dallas. Um, I am going Revolution. Iration stick figure at the Honolulu Bowl. What the hell is the Honolulu Bowl? That is not a big league ballpark. You fail the exercise. Oh, oh big league ballpark. Yeah. Big league ballpark. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, guy, this guy is on drugs. Uh, fuck, man. Maybe Pittsburgh just for the backdrop. Like, I'd love to just. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I also thought about like San Diego because uh, I think that'd be a pretty sweet vibe as well. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool uh, to see to take in a concert from the the hot tub in at Chase Field. That'd be cool. Ooh, I've been in that hot tub as long as what I got about to Mr. Three Hundred Five in, in the, the hot tub. <laughs> what what are you throwing in the hot tub, Jay? <laughs> I'm saying as long as I get to choose who's in the hot tub. If it's just if it's just like random ass people who also bought a ticket, then I don't want to be in the hot tub. Right? That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Especially if you're going to be in a hot tub with people who are never going to get out of the hot tub after drinking for four or five straight yeah, hours. Just absolute fucking just absolute disgusting yeah. slob just freaks. Boil it just a bowl of boiling piss at that point. <laughs> Jake, what do you got? <laughs> I've been in the hot tub at the Kane County Cougars game. Sorry, go ahead, Jake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, give me Lil Wayne at Fenway Park. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. No, notorious, huge Red Sox fan, Lil Wayne. Oh, see, the, then you know what? If that's the case, then I got to bring back Pac and we're, and we're, and we're going to the Coliseum. What do you mean? Well, if you guys that's are bringing back dead people and shit. I mean, I thought we were operating within a fucking like we got Skinner. I said, we what got is your dream concert? Jay Hayes bringing yeah, back dream. Adam, I mean, dare, dare to you dream. Like, dare to I dream. Said, I, I said, what's your what's your dream concert? Which obviously indicates that it could be dead or alive at a major league ballpark. And you said, no, I want to see a uh, Bob Marley knockoff band at a fucking <laughs> football whoa, stadium. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Easy, easy, pal. That's what you said. Easy. That's what you said. That was your pick. Put some respect on the genre. Put some respect on the names. No, they should put some respect on Bob Marley. Oh, they do. They would plenty of respect. They'd be bagging groceries without them. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's true. That is true. That is true. He paved the way. Respect. Respect Bob Marley. All right. Well, uh, I'm also going to the pot concert at the Coliseum. So there's that. The what? The pot concert at oh, the Coliseum. I thought you said the pot convention. Tupac. Like, well, that's, yeah. Pac. Tupac. Tupac's core. <laughs> For those who don't know. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Those are some good picks. Uh, John Cruck was pissed off. Did you see this? Yes, he was. And rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, you know, the guy doesn't. What, uh, he's... There's two rosin bags in the mound. Apparently a rosin bag is a distraction these days. I don't know. What are we doing now? Oh, God. You got to move the rosin bag. Hey, <laughs> now which one? You got 18 of them out there. Oh. Ah. John, watch it. <laughs> You would think, is he throwing sidearm? Is he throwing? Is his hand dragging the ground? Is his knuckles grabbing the ground? Then how in the hell does that rosin bag cause a distraction? I really don't know. I'm freaking real. <laughs> uh, he goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I think I think Jay Hay and I truly appreciate this because we know that man, yeah. <laughs> like know him personally. Yeah, he is he is one of the most beautiful humans I have come across in this game when it comes to just <laughs> saying what is ever on his mind. Like he is not pulling punches, but I'm with him. And there was some like there was no explanation to the fans in the building. There was no explanation to the fans at home what was going on. I get it. I understand the frustration. It's just funny. I appreciate this, man. You know, this is what a a, a home team announcer is supposed to be doing. Like, he's like, what the, you know, just kind of being a little crotchety, a little pissed off. Yeah, I get it. The fucking rosin bags. Come on. Strike gets called. Ball <laughs> there, gets called. It, Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. J, J, hey, is there a reason why there's two story? rosin bags? Is that one for each person? Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's your rosin bag, and then there's my rosin bag. Is that Get a your COVID hands thing? Off. I feel like I never saw yes. that before. Yep. It is a COVID thing? Yep. It's, yep. <clears throat> okay. Um, Jay, hey, do you get I, any good Cruck stories? I, I would just say about Crucky that like there were very few people who were as compelling on baseball TV as he was when he was locked in and engaged. Um, and I think, it, I think it's great that he's gone to the Phillies, and uh, I love listening to him on the broadcast because I think he's he's plugged in there in a way that I don't think uh, he was inclined to be on the national level anymore. Um, and yep. yeah, I, I love him he, at his best. There's very few are as good as him. I think dude, we, we <clears throat> when, when I first did the little league world series and like Crucky was already in the trailer, <clears throat> just kind of sitting down and you know, he loves the little league world series. He loves doing it. It can grind on you a little, especially if you're a guy like Crook, who's been doing it for a while. Um, but, you know, he was just kind of settling in for another run in in Williamsport. And I remember walking through the trailer and like his eyes lit up and he got up, gave me a big old hug. And because we had just worked together back in the studio like a, a couple of weeks before that. And he was like, oh, man, I didn't know you were going to be out here. And for the next like 45 minutes, it's just me and Crook in the trailer talking about little league 
like how much fun he's had doing this over the course of his career, how much fun he had in Little League. We were telling Little League stories. It, it was just, I was like, dude, like, are me a fucking crook really outside right now ripping heaters talking Little League? Mm-hmm. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> he's so cool. And, and I love the fact that he's like, you know what? Fuck the hair. Fuck all. I'm wearing a baseball hat. I'm going to wear a Phillies hat on the broadcast. I might wear a hat of my favorite barbecue joint this week. Like, I don't. I'm going to call baseball and you're going to like it. And I'm going to be me. Love crook. <clears throat> Love crook. We get some uh, some Twitter drama unfolding right now. I I'm not involved. I'm not. I have Are you bringing up the this. beef again? No, no, no. I'm not involved. Actually, there is a there's a thread. There's a thread in the baseball is dead. Read a page this morning. It was like, I don't care about his tweet beefs. And I just commented, shut the fuck up. Like, imagine if Joe Rogan got into a beef with a UFC fighter and he just didn't talk about it on his show. Like, it'd be one thing if I was like, yeah, man, so I went to fucking Kowloon and I got in this beef with this dude I went to high school with. It's like, we are a baseball podcast. I'm a baseball podcaster and I got into a Twitter beef with a baseball player. feel like that's relevant to the show. If you don't think so, go fuck yourself, dude. Marcus Stroman is in a Twitter beef. So shockingly, shockingly, another another person who just (laughs) never gets in Twitter beefs. uh, He's in one. Uh, right now, or I don't even know that it's a beef. It's it's going to be one sided because the other person, I don't even know if they have working Internet in their house. Uh, Mad Dog Russo. <laughs> so apparently uh, they uh, have. They is in like, the, I think the first tweet is from Adam Jones listening to Sad Dog. Complain about Marcus Stroman showing passion in a big start, even in May against the Mets, his former team and home city uh, and shoved by going eight innings. Uh, sad dog shut the fuck up and then marcus stroman said sad dog is trash not a single athlete respects that clown he's a dinosaur who has to scream to get his point across pure comedy at this point and to that i say this is why i want to be retired by like 42 the latest i do not (laughs) i do not want to be fucking 58 years in the old group chat <laughs> yeah screaming about baseball and having like 28 year old mlb players being like this fucking old ass whiny bitch like i can get away with it probably like, i probably got like a good six years left like that's it um i, I had I a never fucking kid drop position. a sir i had a kid drop a sir on me three days ago four days ago whatever right before his big league debut I just want to let you know, man, it's it's an honor to meet you, sir. Like this. And I was like, hold the fuck on Hit you with the sir. Stop that shit. Yeah. Damn. I, I was like, yeah, no, no, no. Don't ever fucking say that to me again. No, I mean, if I get hit with a that's Mr. Just Karabas, I'm like, that's so, my dad, man. Yeah. So so what's the uh, it is? It's a respect thing, but I, I get it. I want them to be comfortable. Um, yeah. So so what's this about? Like so, Stro was. I think I, I think uh, Mad Dog Russo was. I'm assuming because I haven't seen the clip, he was probably saying like, "Why was Stro so fired up in a start against May?" Uh, and it's like, bro, he's pitching against the Mets, and we all know he hates the Mets and their fans. I'm assuming like he he and how- he always like comes after Mets fans, or Mets fans always come after him. It's kind of like a two way street. Um, so there's absolutely nothing wrong 
with a even if it wasn't the Mets. Like I think everyone's piecing together. Like, hey, this is his hometown team. Well, that uh, would be even more of a reason. For. Yeah, but like Those even are, if that's it wasn't, more of a reason. It, if if Marcus Stroman was pitching against the St. Louis Cardinals and he was shoving for eight innings, he's going to get fired up. Like, that's what he does. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, and taking taking issue with a player getting fired up for performing well is just weird behavior. Like, who fuck, like who cares if it's May? It's like this is the big league. That, this is there's. You can't get called up to a higher level. You're you're pitching against the best talent in the world. You're pitching well against the best talent in the world. Why can't you get fired up about that? It's just a, it's a weird take to have. Like it's, it, it, it's because it's because the old no, it, but Jared, it's because the older crowd has not learned how to differentiate your personal excitement for yeah, your Ron, personal Ron performance. Ron Gendry never would have done this. Back in the day, Ron Gendry yeah. went out there and he he pitched his eight innings against the St. Louis Cardinals. He he wouldn't have been pumping his head. <laughs> Yogi Bear, he's going to keep his head down behind the plate. He's not out there to ruffle any feathers. He just wants to make a play. He's trying to be a captain. He's not saying, look at me. I want the bright lights on me. Huh? It's a fucking, it's a tired exercise. It's an intentional effort to not understand the players that are a part of the game that you're covering these days. And just yeah. having fucking feel. It's an intentional effort, though. That's and and but see, when we talk about stuff like this, I hope you understand that the suits are are going Mr. Burns. Just wrapping their fingers, going, Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Because yeah. if you look at the network and how they distribute their television, there's a reason he's on right in the middle of the day, and there's a reason that he's on, period. And I've always said this. Don't take away from what the man has done in the business. You cannot take away from his legendary status. That is what it is. And you'd be ignorant to do that as a listener. On the other side of that, though, you are able to assess and analyze how things are going at the current moment. And maybe that's different from how things were 25, 30 years ago for this man. Because there doesn't seem to be any sort of effort to adapt and evolve and understand the game and its evolution this day and age and you're still covering these players so that's where the disconnect occurs for me if you can't for one minute understand everything we just said about the marcus stroman situation and piece that together and realize why there might be emotion then why do i need to take the time to explain to somebody who's been calling the game or covering the game for 40 fucking years that big leaguers don't care if it's may 24th when they're getting outs and shoving it up somebody's ass, they're going to be excited about that. Justifiably so. Why? Because this is the big leagues, and it's really fucking hard to play really awesome baseball day in and day out. And when it happens, you should celebrate it. Yep. Facts. But isn't it kind of like a mad bum thing where we, we need we need a fucking guy saying yes. a bunch of dumb shit? Yes, like yes, I yes. love it. I love that. I love and, Mad Dog and, saying dumb shit twenty four seven. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like if there was another if there was another old head trying to take over for what Mad Dog is doing right now, or if there was anybody trying to do what he like, it would get snuffed out. It would fall on deaf ears, and that's because Mad Dog has the dirt under his spikes, whether folks like it or not. So as much as I. You know, like I jokingly said, because uh, he, he was ranting about, I fuck, I forget. <laughs> but I was like, really? Like, is, is it not time to take old Yeller out back? Like, 
come on, man. Like the, the dude is like, we're running him out there, but it's for a reason. It's to drum up this. And it's because there is a very large demographic of people who still feel the way about the game that he feels. And so as a business entity, would it be wise to remove this fixture that caters to that demographic that keep that helps keep your boat afloat? It wouldn't be wise on their part. Well, I mean, who would you rather have go in there on first take and talk to a guy like Stephen A. Smith? Do you want Jeff Passan to like go in and make sense and be like, well, here's how it really is? Or do you want Mad Dog to just spew and say, oh, WBC is bullshit. Shohei sucks and Mike Trout's not even good anymore. And, you know, and like cause some Chaos. viral moment. I don't know. Yeah. To me, that's way better just because it's entertaining. I agree. And that's but, but- really all. But that's what tires people out too, though. You know, like like if I know yeah. that every time I turn it on, like this is what I'm getting. I'm not getting any real thoughtful insight here. I'm gonna get a rant on the 77 <laughs> Mets. I'm gonna get you know some tired shit on a on a Charlie Huff. I, who knows? But like, I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting anything relative, and I'm not getting anything impactful as far as the current state of the game goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another good point. It's like, at the same time, you can't fault anyone for being like, no, you're an idiot. Like, that's wrong. Because no, that well, is the point. Is Yeah, they're, they're asking you to suspend reality for just a moment while you take this product in so, so that we can, you know, appease the, appease the demographic and then we can try to do things how we think we would normally want to do them. You know, the whole making sense thing. Yeah. Yeah, making sense is the best. Um, uh, but also, when you got Mad Dog Russo just making waves, that is, uh, that's entertainment. You can say it's cheap heat going out there. It's like old wrestling uh, trick. You just go out there and talk shit about the city that you're in. It's like, mm-hmm. that's easy. Cheap heat. Mad Dog Russo. Oh, this guy's happy. Oh, he just performed well. I yeah. hate that. <laughs> it's very easy to get cheap heat when you're Mad Dog Russo. It's May. You got to act like you've been there before. You got to gotta look at the calendar. It's May. It's May. You know? <laughs> you're not allowed to have any fun until after the All-Star break. We know this. And if your team is nowhere near the front of the line, then why the fuck are you out there having fun? Da- Dallas's version of Mad Dog sounds like one of those old timey paper boy guys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta look at the calendar. It's May. You gotta save that energy for October. That's even if you get there. Bruce, what do you got? I- <laughs> I'm willing to bet that Mad Dog was an old timey paper boy. There's like a ninety percent chance that he was a paper boy in the 1962. I was a paper. Boy. You're getting a little too excited for ball games way before October. We can't have that. Let me hear your thoughts. <laughs> what accent is right, this? Right, right. Tell- uh, asshole. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that did that did pop up. Had to hit on that. Hey, did you hear? There's a new streaming service called Max Dallas. Speaking of Max, did we might hear? have to call him later in the show. Yeah. Uh, new streaming service is called Max. It's a sure bet with everything 
on HBO Max, including HBO, the DC Universe, Adult Swim, together with TLC, Discovery, Food Network, and more. Max really has some of the best content out there. I mean, it's literally something for everyone in my household. I live by myself. So Max is where we all win, Dallas. Max, the one to watch. Obviously, there's a subscription required. Visit max.com. Sign up today. All the content that you need. I feel like that's like, uh, I'm just going to call Max to see if he answers. Just because uh, it, I'm just going to tell him, hey, we got you a sponsor. <laughs> we, we, we sponsored your, your segment. It's I'm called sorry, Max. the person you... He's probably got the do not disturb. You get a call twice. Ain't no way. Hey, we uh we got you a sponsor. A what? Yeah, we got we we sponsored your segment today. No way. What is it? Max is brought to you by Max. Uh okay. yeah, did you hear that there's a new streaming service? It's called Max. And it's a sure oh, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with everything on HBO Max, including HBO, the DC Universe, Adult Swim, together with TLC, Discovery, Food Network, and more. Max really has some of the best content out there. It has something for everyone. Uh, Max, the one to watch. Subscription required. Visit max.com. And my Twitter. <laughs> and, and Max's Twitter. Uh, yeah. how, so Max, you, did you get back into the podcast game or no? Yeah, low key. I, I did my toes back in the water, like slightly. I told myself, like, I was like, I'm just going to be a fan. I'm not going to worry about views or comments. Or that's nothing. a good I'm strategy. Just, yeah. If you don't give a I'm shit a about fan, how, bro, if like, the views, then you probably, yeah, that's a good business model. Bro, I don't care about t-shirt <laughs> sales. I don't care about getting on the field. I'm nothing. I'm just a fan, bro. I'm, right. I'm just a mad, mad fan. I appreciate well, we're good that. now. So we're balling. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim last night uh, completed the sweep of the Boston Red Sox three-game series. Uh, you had a game where uh, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout both hit home runs. Uh, the Red Sox feeble lineup made your dog shit starting pitching look excellent for some okay. reason. Um, Mickey Moniak, a former 1-1, he's hitting what, like 440 with like an OPS over 1,000? On with uh, righties, I think no no lefties. Yeah, no lefties. Uh, and then, not the lefty player. And then Nito, he's your number nine hitter. He's got his fucking leg kick up to his 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 left leg goes up to his right ear with his leg kick. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw it, but like I think you know Zach Nettle's cool and all, but a lot the internet's buzzing saying we should trade our whole farm for Tim Anderson. So you want there's, there's that going on. Tim Anderson on the Angels? They, they said we should get rid of everything to get Tim Anderson, and that'll propel us to the World Series. Oh, okay. All right. People are saying. People are saying. How would you we're, – we're about a quarter into the season. How would you grade the Angels season to this point? Are you kind of like, this might be the worst place to be because you're you're not in a playoff spot, so you're not making Shohei happy, but you're close to a playoff spot? To where you can't trade him. Is this the worst possible <laughs> thing that could happen to the Angels right now? Bro, he's happy. Did you see him last night with those like uh Taiwanese that dance club? Yeah, with, he like, was super 76? happy because he got to he got Bro, to he meet Alex Cora. He was hanging out with Masataki Yoshida. Oh, okay. He okay, was that's yeah, yeah. that's what happened. Did you not see the video? No, last night last night was big uh in the Angels like Twitter. 
So last year, I don't know if you guys remember, it took us like 25 days to get from win 27 to win 28. Like, I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> so win 28 is like a big, like, I, I thought about this last night. It's like a microcosm I'm, of the Yankees trying to win the, another World Series. Yeah, win 28 is big. So, like, now every year that we have, like, 27 wins, right? Win 28, like, I'm going to make that, like, opening day part two. Okay. So, uh, we got win 28 last night at the first crack. It didn't take two weeks or three weeks or whatever it was. We didn't have to fire a manager. He didn't get a mohawk, all that. So, (laughs) very, like, it's a great, like, time to call. It's a great message. Like, because we just got win 28 last night. We might as well, like, just wrap it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, wrap it up. we're, we're feeling good right now. Uh, you know, they were saying we couldn't beat teams over 500. Did that. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody's balling. The games were like Trout and Otani go yards. That's just like, where's where the tungsten nerd that? Is that like, so like Joey was talking about that the other day where a game where the uh, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani both homer, but the Angels win. What is that called? Like, that's got to be called something. Yeah. That's so when they don't Joe homer. Had. Like it, like it's not like a tungsten game. Then what is it? Fuck, I don't know, call it the I don't know the fucking uh, baseball dead game, bro. I mean, you need Walker. to take the reins on that. You need like if you're gonna be the Angels guy, if you're gonna be like the Angels representative of the podcast, and you are like a figure on Angels Twitter, you kind of have to take it back. Like I know that Angels fans hate the tungsten O'Doyle arm O'Doyle thing, so okay, that's. Yeah. That's what right. people do to make fun of the Angels. Well, when Shohei and Trout both homer and the Angels win, that's got to be called something too. So you really need to think on that. Well, now I feel like you're just making me do homework for something that could easily get blown up in like two months. That's true. I mean, they might trade them like next month. You're putting me on the railroad track here just to get run over. I was actually told off the record by somebody that last trade deadline, there was a let's just call it a very good team with a very good farm system that offered six of their top 10 prospects for Shohei Otani and the angels said no. So you may find yourself in a position where you guys are like, no, we're going to go for it. And then you don't even make the playoffs and then Shohei walks and you could have had like, you could have just in one trade acquired the, the best farm system in baseball and instead you get no Shohei and no prospects yeah no don't get me wrong we swept the Red Sox and we're feeling dandy but I'm got my eyes like over the horizon ready for that kick in the nuts yeah. I'm not you're not going to catch me by surprise you're probably the most yeah. realistic Angels fan that I know yes or no this is this is my final question to you Fuck, bro. come on don't do this do yes or no did the Angels make the playoffs I'm, this year yes or no bro you're like asking fucking Paul Revere like hey, yes bro, are you going to Tell everybody that the the bridge is coming. Like, don't make me be Paul Revere. Yes or no? Are the fucking Angels making the playoffs this year? Oh, are they making the? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me if fucking uh, he was leaving. Well, he's obviously leaving. Are you making? Yeah, Yeah, everyone knows he's got to come like third place in the AL East. That's 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 what'll get it done. Okay. All right. So. If you do, if you could just fall in like that third place spot, wherever like the, you know, Yankees or whatever's gonna be, like you can get it for sure. Okay, all right, Max. I thought you were gonna ask me if he was leaving. He's not leaving. Everyone knows he's leaving. No one knows if they're no, making the playoffs. Not, that's the, the that's the question. 
Um, people are comparing this to your prior, like when you know your old job. They're like, "Is Jared leaving?" And I was like, "No, he's not. He's not fucking leaving." <laughs> you know, that so. surprise, surprise. We've been. I, I was surprised. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, hey, are you are you, uh, are you guys Baniac? Are we what? Are you a Baniac? You're like goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you liked that. I was hoping we could get that started. Hell I'm yeah. a Baniac. I'm behind I mean, you. There's there's a lot of Baniacs out there that uh who who's next closest, Jay Hey? Who like how long do we gotta wait? He's researching. Did he ask me? I, I you're cut. You cut out for me, so I didn't hear if he said. Oh, something. I, I asked uh, who, like, who should we be on like Bane's meter watch for? Like, who mm. could be next? Well, it's a guy in the middle infield. Also plays in what they like to call the Big Apple. Oh, okay. And it's not Anthony Volpe. <laughs> no, it sure isn't. <laughs> sure isn't. Uh, Give him another is it year. It might be. I don't like to totally spoil it before it comes because you is know, he people... a leader or not? He's going to be yeah, leading Harold Bain soon. Shit. Yeah. Um, all right, Max. Oh, yeah. what, what's your Twitter? Max Air Jordan One. Follow Mac, that, please. Max Air Jordan One. If you're an Angels fan, you're a baseball fan. Follow Max. Uh, Max, as always, brought to you by Max.com. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Great. Uh, all right. Thank you, Max. All right, yeah. Shout out, uh, uh, Joey for doing the Rendon video. What the Rendon go. video? What the fuck did you do? It's not gonna. I didn't make any you video did, you about did a Rendon. Rendon video. Oh, yeah, I got did. roasted. I, <laughs> I said I said he got suspended eight games. I got this one guy DMing me slurs, homophobic slurs, because I got <laughs> I got the amount of games wrong. I said he got suspended eight games. It was only I'll, a four game suspension. I'll, I'll, I'll call him off. I'll talk on that leash. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep right. your keep the Angel fans in check there. Yeah. My bad. All right. Thanks for that video. See you guys. All right. Bye, Max. That's Max right there. The uh, face of Angel's Twitter. Um, they they're they're a delusional bunch over there. They think they're there are Angel fans. I, I who feel think I feel so bad. Back. I feel so bad for whoever gets traded for Otani. Like for like, well, he's gonna have a a bunch of budgets. You're not living up to that. <laughs> no, but like that's fine. With the but Mookie if you're Betts the, trade, if you're Alex the main Verdugo, piece, it's like you, you're not. If you're Alex Verdugo, you know you're not living up to Mookie Betts. Uh, and like there were two other people, like Connor yeah. Wong and Jeter Downs, who's already designated for assignment. But like, if you're getting traded for Shohei, you're coming over with like five other top prospects. Like, there's gonna be that's, no one that's main fine. piece where it's like I'm the guy My that point. got traded for Shohei. No, the Verdugo thing is what it is because he was never going to be Mookie Betts per se. But does he have the opportunity to grow into that? Yes. No. Why? Because no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying will he, and I'm not saying talent wise. I'm saying does he have the opportunity to fulfill whatever it was that Mookie left behind? The answer is yes. He's a position player. He could play as well as Mookie played, and he could fulfill that hole of production. That is possible. Is it likely? That's a different story. Is it possible for anybody to come in and replace what Shohei is doing? No, it's not. It's not possible. You're not going to be able to do it. 
So that's why I feel really fucking bad for the main piece in a six piece nugget that is mm. offered back to whomever might be landing Shohei. The other five nuggets very well may be stale, cold, chewy, not taste very good at all. And the one nugget that's supposed to be the prize nugget, no matter how hard that individual tries, will only ever be half the player that Shohei Otani is mm. on their best day. I'll you just keep the nuggets to me, all right, buddy? <laughs> <clears throat> that's facts. That's a that's a um, that's a tough spot to be. Yeah, you know where else is a tough spot to be? The Minnesota Twins, who saw not one but two teams sign Carlos Correa and then say, "Well, that's actually a bad idea," and then get out of the deal. And then in year one, Carlos Correa is uh, off to his worst season ever. And now is diagnosed with plantar fasciitis and a muscle strain in his left foot. Now, here's a question. Is that the same foot slash ankle that there were questions surrounding? Nah, I don't know. I don't think so. What is well, I mean, what th- that's ankle? like the whole that's important. Well, it's important to know. It's important yes, to know. That's extremely, important that's extremely important. important. We're, we're, we can't just blow past like, oh, yeah, it actually was the same ankle. It was the same foot, actually. Like, well, you don't want to just blow past. Even if, if you've got a bad ankle, that's not plantar fasciitis. Like, that's in the foot. No, well, I got the, it's the, it's the other foot. Yeah. It's, okay, the other it's the foot. other foot. So, no, but Jared, mm-hmm. you need to understand. I, I'm sure you know this. Let me just remind you that, that if, when one part of your body is ailing, oh, the yeah, rest of your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. So injuries are absolutely connected and linked together. That's why yeah. I asked if this was the same foot, because that would be the ultimate. Ha! Told you so yeah. from the other two teams, but it's not. It's on the completely other wheel. So it's not not an issue at all, unless you want to say. Unless you want to say, well, maybe his other foot's barking a little and he hasn't said anything about that. And now this foot's the one taking the brunt of it. And now this is bop. like, if you want to be that person, go ahead. Feel free. I'm uh-huh. not going to be. Um, but that's why it does matter. Yeah, that's why Kelly Jansen has back problems because fucking balls are so big. <laughs> I fucking True. hear that, man. Yeah. Hear that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you uh what's the concern level for Carlos Correa? I mean, it's not like uh you're the you're the Minnesota Twins, you're playing a dog shit division. Uh the guards are the guards a threat to now? I mean, it's like it's not even like you oh man, how are we gonna how are we gonna push forward without all the help that Carlos Correa has given us this year? He's hitting two thirteen with a six ninety nine OPS. Obviously he's a very good defender. But the Minnesota Twins have a two and a half game lead, it's, which should be much larger. The Minnesota well, that's, Twins that's are 26 why th- and 24. They're two games over 500 in first place. They have a plus 45 run differential. The second place Tigers have a negative 49 run differential. They are still somehow separated by just two and a half games, which is outrageous. Right. Well, so look at it. Look at it this way. As of right now, and this goes for, pre, I, I, I would say, and I haven't looked at the standings, um, but I, I would venture to guess this goes for maybe half the divisions. Is there more than six games worth of separation between fourth place and first place in this division? Uh, five no, and a half. I, the White Sox, th- by the way, might be back. 
The might the White Sox well, might be back. The the fourth place White Sox are five and a half back right now. Okay, so they're five and a half back. What about other divisions? Just for sake of the exercise, because I uh, I would look it up, but I don't want to fucking. The Seattle Mariners are six games back. The Phillies are seven okay. games back. The Cardinals uh, and the Reds are both six games back in a last place tie, but whatever fourth place. And the Padres are eight games back. All right. So with all of that understood, is there a division that <laughs> is there a division outside of the central where you feel like the team at the bottom of that list? So the team that's six and a half out could very well win the division that they're in, like for the Mariners. Could the Mariners very well win the AL West? Um, I mean, we understand paper, some things maybe. have to happen. Yeah, that the Mariners are good. The Mariners are better than their record. I will say yes, yes. Like they could the, the, could the Cardinals come back. Could the yes. Cardinals come back yes. and conceivably win their yes. division? Yes. How about yes. the Phillies? Probably not. Uh, no. <sighs> no. And then what? What other division did you say was was that way? The Central. The uh, Central Padres. The Padres are eight back. They're five games under. Yeah, well, see, that's why that's why in my head I had it at six, just because I'm as we start to get to eight, ten games, you know, we're talking we need a two week swing. Um, so in that division in the American League, is there a player on any one of those teams where if they're not healthy, that greatly impacts their chances at the postseason more so than Correa on the Twins? Soto, Jose, Jose, her. Uh, Ramirez, Joe Ram for they're, Cleveland. They're, we're talking fourth place teams. They're second place teams. Oh, just fourth place teams. Yeah. No, no one close to Correa. Soto. What in terms of like what one player does for an entire roster? Yeah, if you take, I mean, yeah, Soto yeah, has people around him. There's no question. Soto's He's got people more, around. Him. More important to the Padres than Correa is to the Twins. Correa. No, is no, 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 no. You guys are. You, Let's 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 get back to the central though. Let's get back. I, I asked that question just to take stock of where those fourth place teams were in conjunction to the leader of their division. And I asked that so that we could maybe gauge what this division really looks like. Like, do any of us feel like the Chicago White Sox just cannot win this division at all? Like it's a done deal, the White Sox are out. Does anybody feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> I mean like <laughs> yes. Yes, I think uh, if if you're f- considering all factors, <clears throat> they're more than likely going to be sellers if they're still in fourth place. So. So is there somebody on that team that if they were not healthy, there's just no shot? They, let's say the White Sox. Let's say, Jared, you feel differently about them. Luis is Robert. it Lou Bob? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Correa is the one dude on this team that they just cannot afford to not have, and they cannot afford to not have playing well. But because I, the strength I, I of the division, it makes it. it was. I actually disagree. He Ooh. hasn't played well to this point, and they're winning the division. And I would say Byron Buxton is the is the analogy to to Luis Robert if we're going to make that comparison, because Buxton has been more valuable on a games played perspective than Carlos Correa for the entirety of Carlos Correa's tenure with the Twins. Um, I think. I think no doubt. Yeah. I mean, you, it's less so with, being, with him not being the defensive impact that Luis Robert is or that Buxton used to be. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I think I don't know whether to be encouraged by the Correa thing because 
Uh, and they, that's they're two games above 500 and they're the best team in the division without him or because he's played mm-hmm. so poorly and they just inked him to a $200 million deal. It's like, I feel like it cuts both ways. Well, that, that's that. And that's why I just kind of wanted to flush this career thing out is because he's not playing well, because he <clears throat> is not producing and they are in the position they're in. Was there somebody else in this division that you feel like, oh man, if they start to get hot, so when Lou Bob gets hot, mm-hmm. like but he's, he's been, been hot, like he was, he's been hot. right? Um, can well let's let's like a month and a half of that kind of production, like because guys can get hot like that. Does that turn the team around while Correa is struggling? But if uh, he doesn't turn, if he doesn't turn it around, does any team in this division have that guy that can carry them? I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up looking this up for real because I want to know. When he got benched, that's like another guy, Javi Baez. He got benched and then he turned the season around. We haven't heard much about him in like the last couple of weeks or so. Uh, Luis Robert was benched on what? April 3rd? No, April 29th. So since April 30th, what's the White Sox record? Let's find out. I know I've seen. I think that they're above 500, like the last couple of weeks here. All right. So April 30th, when Lou Bob took off, today's what, May 25th, the Chicago White Sox as a team, <clears throat> uh, 14 and 9. 14 and 9. Same record as the Angels. Uh, they've been better than the D backs, who everyone loves. Better record than the Rays, which is kind of crazy. Better record than the Braves. Whoa. Braves 12 and 10 over the last 22. But yeah, the White Sox are tied with the Angels for the seventh best record in baseball since they benched Lou Bob (laughs) and he took off. They're back, dude. And they're about to play a four-game series against the Tigers. They might just be the best team in the division at the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, but the <laughs> Tigers so Tigers aren't playing bad baseball. The Tigers are right there. I think they're all playing bad baseball, for being honest, guys. Like, <laughs> like, how much credit can we really give the Tigers? We get it. They're in second place. No one expected them to be. A, no, they have like but, a negative 50 run differential. <laughs> the Javier Baez turned his season around thing just gets more and more depressing the longer it goes on. Like, he has a 723 OPS since he was benched. Like, the, the standard for him turning his season around was so goddamn low. Well, he fell off a cliff recently again because it, it that's was because like he's bad. Nine that's something. because he's bad. <laughs> yeah. The reason you bench somebody when they have a 328 OPS, which is what happened, is because it cannot go lower. It can only go because <laughs> they higher. have a 328 OPS. That's right. why they got benched. <laughs> right. And you know what's more likely to happen? It's going to go up and it's going to go down because there's nowhere to go from down from 328. Javier Baez desperation. It stinks. I just like I I understand what it's like to be in a spot where where numbers, as much as they might not be attractive, can offer some can offer some silver linings, though. Like, right. You know, like the A's are at a point where you win one out of three games and your winning percentage goes up. Yeah, you guys are doing good. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to give the White Sox some love. That's all. I feel like no, everyone consider the White Sox dead and buried and uh, that's just simply not the case. They've been playing winning baseball for the month of you, May. 
They're yeah, winning at the team beginning this of this question, you just said they have no chance. They're done. Well, they have no chance. Yeah, I said they have no chance to win the division. That doesn't mean that they're not having a good month. Both can be true. Like the A's, the A's. Jared, do the, do the White have Sox a have a record. chance? Do the White Sox? No fucking chance. Zero fucking chance. But hey, also, we'd just like to shout out the White Sox. Just wanted to show you some love. <laughs> Let you guys know I'm thinking of you. That is... Uh, <laughs> That is just a failure to recognize that both things can be true. No, they don't have a chance to win the fucking division. Yes, they've had a good stretch of games here. That's all. (laughs) They did put themselves in a pretty bad spot. Yeah. Pretty bad spot. Doesn't get as bad as what it was. They lost nine in a row, benched their best player. Mm -hmm. But Uh, like you said, Jared, they're back. But there's no chance. Like you said. (laughs) Uh, you know who else is back Zach Campbell yes did you see this Dallas he he caught another Cedric Mullins home run I hope you guys have your apologies in order you're going to apologize to to him I have no I have no reason to apologize I've always supported Hample I don't think you have what play the clip i don't think yeah i think joy might be the biggest hample carabas out there i'm a apparently that's I'm not negative. fair to me and call it that listen but dallas was you know having some good jokes i sat here i laughed it up it was funny ha 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 is it ha- hample but but listen i respect the man who catches home run balls and if he does it twice in the same week the same player and then you can't tell you know me what, that's not impressive. You know what that means, Jared? What's that mean? Bullying works. That that Joey's the handful guy now. <laughs> Joey's the handful guy now. <laughs> Joey's the handful guy. Always happened. I read his book. <laughs> Every <laughs> night, dude. I read his fucking book, dude. I'm a fucking handful. Oh my stand. god, what is wrong? I read his book. Hey, page is that cover to book? cover. Yeah, yeah, it's an Amazon. It's, it's about, Barnes and Noble. Every one of them. I, I love, I love the playing to the camera, though. You know, the the fucking like it's a candid shot. Like he's, you know, looking off and the oh hey, and this ball, <laughs> whatever the fuck is. I just couldn't. Even, so, I couldn't believe. Oh god, it was just for so anyone fucking, that's confused. Uh, so corny. Let me see if I can find our clip talking about it. JJ, the Cedric Mullins kid. You're not going <laughs> to I'm the Cedric Mullins guy tonight. You're not going to give that ball to JJ? Um, Who's JJ? I don't I'm know the JJ. Mullins guy. I'm the Mullins right. guy tonight. Here, here's our own clip breaking down the situation. This dude, AJ Rodriguez, he's a Twitch streamer, huge baseball fan. And he's like known as like the Cedric Mullins guy. The Orioles had him out as a guest of honor. He's confined to a wheelchair. He met uh, Cedric Mullins on the field before the game. It was his night. And he was just like, man, if only Cedric Mullins could hit a home run, this would be the icing on the cake. Cedric Mullins hits the home run. And guess who catches it? Zach Campbell. And a fan comes up to him. And says this. Oh, we got the guy who caught the Mullins home run. You gonna give it to AJ? You gotta give it to AJ. You gotta go find him down there. Come on. Give it to AJ. AJ, the Mullins kid. The Mullins kid. I don't. Mullins, Mullins guy. Kid. Oh. I'm the Mullins guy tonight. <laughs> oh, 
Zach. I love it. When I hear that, I hope, I only hope he was doing this, like with two thumbs pointing at himself. Tonight, I'm the Mullins guy. <laughs> he does sound like just a fucking weaselly. Well, tonight, I'm the Mullins guy. Dad. Like, you little fucking twerp. Uh, so, this uh, the whole situation goes viral. And uh, Zach Campbell, who just has... A knack for being the guy that catches home run balls. And uh, he caught that Zach, the uh, Cedric Mullins homer. And lo and behold, he catches another Cedric Mullins home run. And he tweets out a video. The caption says, coming out of Twitter retirement for one quick message. And then he added AJ. He said, AJ, this Cedric Mullins home run ball is for you. Get in touch, and I'll send it to you. And then here's, here's the video. Well, uh, just caught another Cedric Mullins home run. My 90th during games that I've ever caught. And I'd like to offer this baseball to little man, AJ. Um, I apologize for what I said last week in Baltimore. I think that was really just a big misunderstanding. But um, if you'd like this baseball, I would like for you to have it. So... Get in touch with me. Uh, if anybody out there knows Little Man, make sure that he sees this. And uh, that's pretty much it. I'm really not on Twitter much anymore, but just wanted to jump on and post this message for everyone. So take it easy. How do you how do you hate that guy, Jared? How, can how do you hate that, that guy? How do you not have him, that guy on your fucking Christmas like, card list? Him, like the whole thing is. It, hey, if anyone out there knows AJ, have him get in touch with me. I'll give him the baseball. It's like, bro, you yeah. tagged him in the tweet. You could have just yeah. sent him a DM and been like, hey, I, I caught the ball. I want you to have it. But you wanted to put out a video so that everyone can mm-hmm. be like, oh, thank you, Zach Campbell. You did it. You did it. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. You're this baseball savior. Like, have, <laughs> hey, 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 AJ, if you want this baseball, yeah. get, get in touch with me. Yeah, reach out to old Zachy, and I'll give you the baseball. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, dude, because dude, every time he goes on Twitter, he's getting attacked. What do you think? Because he sucks, Joe. He sucks. I get it. I yeah, get it. He's, he's kind of corny. Like he's he's kind of... Yeah. I get it. I get it. Like I just fucking, don't like it. I mean, like... He's just a... Come on. He's... Uh, <laughs> he thinks. That's my point. That's my well, point, just, though. It's like, I get no, it. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad like guy he's though. He's just Mugatu. Oh, maybe, <laughs> just maybe you can get a hold of him, and I will give him this this ball from bases, this baseball. Yeah. If you can find him, yeah. yeah. Zach Campbell did nothing wrong. The guy caught a Cedric Mullins home run ball. Someone came up to him, said, "Give it to AJ." He didn't know who AJ I'm was. The Mullins guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a guy. Not him. And it's everyone me. loves. <laughs> Everyone loves to shit on him, so he got shit on. I am, I am the Cedric Mullins guy tonight and every night. AJ, how's your fucking baseball? <laughs> also, he could have gave him the first one. He's like, it, like that. The Very whole easily. point is, yeah, it's he, my he, night. Like, it's the night I'm being nice celebrated. Gesture. Yeah, it's, it was his fucking birthday. He's like, oh, I had to catch another one. You can have this one, peasant. 
the first one's <laughs> all mine. <laughs> like, if he really, if he found out about AJ's story and really wanted to do a nice thing, he would have given right. him the first one. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I already got a Mullins ball, so you can have this one. <laughs> AJ got plenty of shit. He didn't need the ball, dude. He got free jerseys, <laughs> autographs on the field. He's a beast, dude. He he made the Cedric Mullins meme. Like, I don't know why he gets the ball. Like, he didn't get the ball. Zach Campbell got the ball, earned the ball. Because Zach He's the Campbell ball guy. has eight million fucking <laughs> balls, Joe. That's why. Hard earned. And he earned every single yeah, one of and, them. And Joe, I don't and know. You know if what's funny? Noticed- is something that no. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just Joe. saying what's well, something that nobody picked up on but me is that Zach Campbell caught the ball and in the picture that was posted by Cespedes Family Barbecue, he's next to a Zach Campbell wannabe guy who does what everyone accused Zach Campbell of doing, got caught on camera, literally taking a ball out of a fucking kid's glove, taking it out and ran away. And I just want to bring attention to that because it's, it, ooh, I'm not really explaining it well, but if someone can look up no, the, the video of this are, guy stealing the ball, I get it's it. just. I get, there's, there's a guy in the picture with Zach Hample who <laughs> also catches home run balls, but he doesn't distribute them the way Zach Hample says he does. He actually took a ball out of the glove of a child who had caught the ball. So Zach Campbell wannabe yes. didn't even catch the ball, snaked it out of the glove of a child, and then took off running. Yeah, it's the funniest clip of all time. That's unfortunate. It, it was a young adult. I wouldn't say it was a child. It was a young adult, but it is oh, well, a then, very bad like, look. Like, they how, put how it on the news, and it's just funny. They're there at the same time. The kid was probably 19. Yeah. The well, guy who caught it is probably like 45. Yeah, 19, 45, those are street legal ages. Like, we can work this out. Unbelievable. Joke. I'm just saying Zach Campbell was not the worst guy in the outfield during that game. Not even close. <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. All right. We got to take a break and talk about Zinn nicotine pouches. We're always talking about what a team needs to get to number one, but Zinn nicotine pouches are already there. Zinn has helped millions of people achieve a lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. If you're a smoker or you're a dipper looking to make a change, look no further than Zinn. Zinn is made with six simple ingredients and is available in a wide range of varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and even coffee. And it's available in two strengths so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Because it's discreet, you can enjoy it anywhere, anytime, so you never have to miss a moment of the game. Plus, Every can of Zinn earns you points towards premium items like tailgating gear, top-of-the-line tech, Zinn swag, even gift cards. Find your Zinn at your local convenience store or online at Zinn.com. That's Zinn, Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Uh, Jay, hey, do you have any uh, Bryce Miller nugs by any chance? Oh, you know I do. Oh, La- shit, <laughs> Jay, hey! He's made five starts. 31 and a third innings pitched. He's allowing a slash line of, these are real numbers, a 123, 155, 160. That's good for a 315 OPS. So that's, if, if for context, that's kind of Javier Baez pre-benching. Um, everyone is hitting like Javier Baez pre-benching against Bryce Miller. Uh, put it into Everybody. historical context. Yeah. If we look at in the wild card era, 
through your first five games as a pitcher, minimum 25 starts. His 1.15 ERA is the lowest since Zach Duke. In 2005, we all remember that Zach Duke run to start his career. Is he? Mm -hmm. That was before people were really into the prospect game fully, too. So not everybody knew, like, (laughs) is this guy legit? Is this what we should be expecting from him? Turns out, no. Uh, But he had a 0.87 ERA through his first five. Bryce Miller, 1.15. He also has 28 to three strikeout to walk ratio. So maybe he has the stuff to go along with it. But uh, another hot start last night. Sarah Lang. Nobody... Nobody in the last 100 years, nobody in the last 100 years has pitched 30 plus innings in their first five starts and not allowed 26 or more batters to reach base. Okay. Bryce Miller's first five starts, as you said, 31 and a third innings, 17 total base runners. Hmm. They're hitting. Sarah Langs had the tweet. It, Bryce Miller is the first pitcher since at least 1901 to go six plus innings and allow four <laughs> hits or fewer in each of his four uh, first mm. five career appearances. It's been incredible to watch. I've, I mean, I watched his fucking debut. I just watched it again last night. Like the dude has elite, elite fastball stuff. Mm. Spin rate, 99 percentile. Not afraid to challenge, guys. 95 plus. The breaking balls are there. It, it's, I, I think they're hitting, they're hitting over three, they're hitting 333, I think, on the curveball going into the game last night. Outside of that, I think their next best success rate is against a fastball opponents hitting 111 on that. They're hitting under 100 on everything. Like it's just, it's, uh, it's, an embarrassment of success right now. Well, and David Adler this morning, following this most recent start, made note too that it's like it's not just that his fastball is nasty; it's that he throws it all the time. Uh, among the most, starters, the most high, yeah, h- highest four seam fastball usage. Uh, Bryce Miller at just under sixty eight percent. Sixty seven. Kopech next yeah, at sixty three. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty wild that uh, it's just like and, you and, know, it, you kind of know it's coming or whatever, uh, and people still can't hit it. But this is this is the progression for him is when you have a fastball like that and you're a young kid and you come up to the big leagues and maybe it gets touched, you can shy away from the fastball. You can start spraying the fastball. And then you start to see guys really go to their secondary offerings, their bread and butter that has been wiping guys out in AAA that has probably gotten them the look that they're getting at the moment because they've generated some swing and miss on that pitch. Well, now you have big league lineups eliminating the fastball because you can't command that. And then they're sitting on your breaking ball because you're showing, 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 showing that. And you're going to hang one and they're going to fucking hammer it. And then he gets scared of the breaking ball. And all within about an inning and a half or so, they've got you scared to throw your fastball because it's never been hit like it's getting hit now. They've got you scared to throw your breaking ball because you're used to wiping guys out with that. And now they're fouling it off and they're putting it in play with authority. So you get chased back to the fastball. And now you're scared to throw that (laughs) over the plate. And you watch that happen time and time again. So when you see a guy come up and have the confidence to throw his fastball as much as he's throwing it and dominate with it the way he is, that is special. And that is why you keep an eye on guys performing the way he is, because what comes behind the usage of the fastball 
is confidence in the breaking stuff. And the confidence is going to grow because he's going to get terrible swings on it like I'm watching him get because the fastball is what it is. Well, and it's funny that you're saying you said over the plate with the fastball and that and that they can get scared of throwing it over the plate. And that's like literally the exact opposite of what's happening. I just want to give Dave Adler a shout again. He had some more breaking it down even further. He ranks in the top five among starting pitchers in percent of pitches in the strike zone. He ranks Mm -hmm. number one among starting pitchers in percent of pitches in the heart of the strike zone. And he ranks number one among starting pitchers in percent of pitches middle middle in the strike zone. So these are it's like George Kirby's, you know, strike strike throwing ability with like Spencer Strider's fastball nasty kind of is what we've seen so far. Yeah. I said last night on the broadcast, I said, what you're going to see tonight is a young man walk out there with a fastball and essentially ask this lineup how far they think they can hit it. And he's going to give them every opportunity to do so. And Jay Hay just put numbers to that statement that I made last night. Mm. Here it is. Fucking 95 Broadway. You think you got it? Doubtful. Sarah also had this tweet. Bryce Miller's five consecutive outings of at least six innings pitched and five or fewer base runners and is one outing shy of tying the longest such streak since at least 1901 held at six by 2022 Jacob deGrom, 2022 Shane McClanahan, 2016 Clayton Kershaw, and 2015 Zach Greinke. That is from... Jay Hay wedding attendee Sarah Langs. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bryce. Slangs on sports. Real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Throw her a follow. S Langs on sports. Um, yeah, that is uh it's quite the way to start your big league career is by putting together stretches that prime Jacob deGrom, Clayton Kershaw, Zach Ranke have put together. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, Baseball season's rolling. It's the best time of the year, and there are games all day, every day. And when I'm watching all the games and recording all these podcasts every week, it can be tough to get a handle on it all. But thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, I can stay on top of everything. With Xfinity 10G, you can power an entire house full of devices with ultra-low lag. So you and everyone you know can stream every single game at the same time and never miss a pitch. And if you're on the go, Dallas... Maybe look into this. Xfinity has your back with millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash 10G. Uh, What do we got for series that we're looking forward to this weekend before we get out of here? Looking at, uh, I mean, the Sox got an off day today, which is nice. We got Dodgers Rays this weekend. That'll be good. The, the Andrew Friedman Bowl. Yep. Uh, yeah. Padres Yankees, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, Cardinals Guardians, a showdown of two teams oh. that should be better, but they're just simply not. Uh, Phillies Braves, the the Joe Bowl. That's going to be a tough one, Joe. Who are you going to root for? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm torn. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I guess you got to root for the home team. I'll, I'll go for the Braves this weekend. Okay. Yankees, right. Yankees, uh, Friars, Yankees, Friars start yeah. up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, shout out Friday Nationals Royals. Is a, uh, Apple TV game. 
Oh, brutal. Brutal. I haven't watched one yet this year. I have not watched one. Check them um, out. Great camera quality. Yeah, the tough. camera quality is great. It's just it's a pain in the balls. Uh, tough, the best uh, camera in, in sports production is the fucking Skycam in in Seattle. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best, the best cam in sports. I was going to say one matchup that we didn't mention that's uh, going to be the pushing and pulling the podcast in different directions is Pirates Mariners. Yeah. Um, Ooh. And Friday's Mitch pitching Keller, matchup George is Kirby. Mitch Keller, George yes. Kirby. So, yes, it something is. Something to watch there. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, wow. Astros A's this weekend. Oh, man. Compelling. That's a good one. Big divisional match matchup. That is really what, good. I, what I'm really excited about. You Jeff know what I'm really excited about? Jason Giambi. <laughs> Barry Zito, what? Sorry, mm-hmm. seeing Frumber again. That's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Boulder shoulders. Log on to the DraftKings Sportsbook and place that bet right now. Woo! Mm. Love that. Um, any final thoughts today, gentlemen? I have some in there, a little long, if you don't go mind. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So For a fucks. Twitter, per- a Twitter person. I'll go fast. It's pitching, Dallas. You'll be okay. <laughs> Uh, a Twitter person uh, hit me up and asked, he said his co-work- friends or co-workers or something were not convinced that Zach Renke was a Hall of Famer after, I believe, spurred on by the Jason Stark thing that you mentioned yesterday. And yeah. he said, if I could provide some stats to help convince his people that Zach Renke's Hall of Famer. So I went ahead and did that, and I just want to run them off really fast. Hopefully this Please. gets the job done for you. Yeah. Uh, why is Zach Ranke a Hall of Famer? All right, he's third among active pitchers and wins above replacement. The only people who are ahead of him are Justin Verlander and Clayton Kershaw. He's ahead of Max Scherzer. Hall of Famers. Those, <clears throat> those four people are a tier above everybody else that's active in baseball right now. Um, if you like peak, 2009 was one of the 20 greatest pitching seasons as measured by wins above replacement in the last 100 years. Um, in the wild card era, only seven pitchers have logged multiple eight win seasons. So, you, oh, 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 yeah, you like peak, but you like it over multiple seasons. Okay. So only seven pitchers. Those are Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, Roy Halladay, Justin Verlander, Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, and Zach Greinke. <clears throat> uh, his ranks among pitchers in the live ball era. Wins above replacement, 21st, ERA plus, tied for 34th, and strikeout to walk ratio, 7th. This is among all pitchers in basically the last 100 years of baseball. He has three top 10 seasons by wins above replacement. He has four top 10 seasons by ERA, including two ERA titles. He has five seasons in the top 10 in innings pitched. He has the 2009 AL Cy Young, so he's got the hardware. He has four other top 10 finishes in the Cy Young, and he's a six-time gold glover, so he fielded his position as well. Um, if that's not a Hall of Famer, I, don't, I honestly don't know what is uh, among modern pitchers um so there you go i got more stats for i got more stats for please pile on (laughs) yeah he won he once stopped the game to propose a fantasy football trade to his catcher in the middle of a game (laughs) okay he fucking quit baseball tried to quit baseball to become a trash man when he was the top prospect in baseball okay had to go to the hospital a mental i don't know where he went but he had a panic attacks like Terrible anxiety, terrible social anxiety. Quit baseball when he was like 22, came back to do that shit. He struck out 30% of active managers in MLB right now. And yesterday, five innings, one earned run. And he's what, 39, 40? He's a goat. He's a goat, man. Mm-hmm. Love that. And Dallas? he spent his innings during COVID. 
in the stands. stands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a different cat. He's yeah. A different cat. Brilliant. Um, final thoughts, Dallas? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, you know what? Uh, I probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, I was, I, I, I've had some issues at the establishment that, uh, that I'm staying at. Oh yes. And yeah. I'm just going to make a, I'm going to make a better decision. Stay classy. Than I was ready Stay, to make yeah. 30 seconds ago. Yeah. High road <laughs> Dallas. That's what they call it. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for uh, sure. Joseph, final thoughts. I'm just going to put an official warning out for the Texas Rangers. I'm watching you. We're going to do a podcast on Monday, and I don't think you guys are going to be in first place. Oh, wow. That is a bold take right there. It is because they're three games up right now. That, okay. Well, they would, they would still – is it a four-game series? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't flush out the thought that much, dude. I just said it because <laughs> I see that the – that the Astros are playing well and they're playing the Athletics this weekend. The Angels are playing well and they're playing the Marlins this weekend. And they, the Texas Rangers, have a tough series coming up. So we'll see. I mean, I've been the ones to call them a fraud on the pod. And I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I think the Orioles smash them because you know I like the Orioles too. So the A's, <laughs> Dallas, you've got a... Um... You've got the Mariners again tonight. That's a four-game set. Four-game set. Mariners tonight, and then Astros when we get home. Okay, so Astros this weekend, Mariners tonight. Uh, over under 10.5 wins by the next podcast. Jay, hey, what are you taking on the Oakland A's 10.5 win total? Over. Over. They're going to win a game this weekend. I, I think wow. They get, I, get, I think they get to double ones. Wow, they're going to get a game either tonight or this weekend. Joe, you know, over you, under 10 and a half Oakland A's victories by our on, next stop. podcast recording. Stop, stop, what? stop, stop. Let's let's make it even funner for you. I can't believe right. I'm even participating in this, but do you know who they play after they play the Astros? Uh, no, I do not. Check that, Joe. Braves. Braves. Oh, it's I got it circled, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yep. Gonna get uh, to see old friends. Joe, what do you got? Murph and Oli and Yikes. Yeah. They're all coming back to town, man. D- completely different guys. You probably won't even recognize them. Uh, uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna give them the over for sure. I think they win tonight. You what about tonight, Carabas? What about tonight? I- Tonight, Carabas, say something. What's that pitching matchup tonight look like? That is... It's Sears. Sears versus Gilbert. Showdown for the ages. Don't miss it. 9.40 p.m. Eastern Standard. Smells like a... tough. Smells like a win for the green and gold. I don't know. Could be. Could be an upset. I mean, hey, Gilbert's tough, but... Like Dallas said, they got some rookies over there in the A, mm-hmm. in yeah. the A, yep. not the A, but the team with an A on their hat, one of the four teams, the Athletics, the O. <laughs> yeah. What if the A's just hauled off four straight wins before the next pod? 
<laughs> All right, I'll quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> Bet. Yeah, Joe. If the A's take if if the A's take the series, we're we're gonna need to we're gonna need to work something out for the Braves. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a bet. Hey, right, Joe. We'll, just we'll let you know if you win the bet, Dallas doesn't do what you say. So what? Yeah, no, I got what are you talking about? That's mine. yeah, that he, is not true. Yeah, no, it is true. He owes me a Fernando Tatis Jr. jersey, and he was supposed to clean my apartment. <laughs> made out. He's he lost me, like three bets. He owes me a lot of shit too. That's the, a good point. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I don't. I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna itemize that shit and send that invoice after this pod. All right. Please do. Dallas is the king of like. If he beats you in a bet, then he'll just he'll make it like a whole public thing until you finally pay up. But if he loses, he'll go years and just be like, "I'm just waiting for you to forget about it." Yeah, we had that one. The one you can't even bet. recall. Yeah. The, the, there's never. There was never. There was. ever a bet yes, between you and I that that had a Tatis jersey attached to it. Uh, never yes, ever there was. Ever. Yep. We yep. had that Mom, one bet yeah, who I was better about it all the time. Who was better looking? No, you don't. I, I won that bet, and you owed me ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Oh, Jay oh wow, Jay Hay speaking of, look, someone gets a fucking decent looking avatar drawn of them, and now look at the fucking guy. <laughs> now listen to him. <laughs> just pay up. Fucking incredible. Uh huh. So I'm all right. Just, so uh, Joe, you're gonna owe me. Yeah. So probably a Oli, probably a Oli and Murph jersey. It's fine. We can go that route. Two jerseys for one series. Uh, We gave him both of those players. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, it is fair. Like odds wise, it should be. Okay. And then if, if I win, you give me their phone numbers. I'll give you. (laughs) I can text them all the time. (laughs) Good game. Good game, bros. We're going to have a group chat. I, I have two, I have two Matt Olsons in my phone and I never text the right one the right thing no dude hey oh <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i have texted rants to Oli that were meant for my agent whose name is matt olson <laughs> yes same, just guy. Like, same guy yeah 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 and o- yeah and Oli's just like dude you good, <laughs> you good and i'm like what the fuck you mean i'm like good what the, like is that your fucking response oh that's Oli. shit yeah. yeah, no, everything's good. Oli, how you doing, bud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We almost got uh, we almost got Matt Olson to come to Kowloon that one year. What was that? Not 2019 when the A's are in town. 19. Yeah, yeah, he was he was all in. I think something came up, but he was he was down to go to Kowloon. Uh so I don't I don't know if the That's why the Braves got him. The yeah, guy's dude. down to go out. Got we need to go him. home. Yeah. No kids. Little league game. No, we're going to the bars. <laughs> yeah. 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 Joe, you, that's why you love Oli. Refused to go to his family reunion two years in a row. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Uh, all right. Enjoy your weekend of baseball. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. And we'll see you then. Well.